You want to do it? Welcome, everybody, to Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. This is my first time, obviously, addressing the show. So I am your host, as always, Kat. And here is my hot and funny husband, JD. Say hello, JD. Hey, I'm JD. I'm owner of South Polish Concepts and founder of South Paul Tales from the Barstool. I'm also her hot and funny husband. Um, I wooed her by, by uh, when I sang... And she stayed for the wang. Half of that's true. <laughs> we'll let you decide. So uh, we're going to start it off like always. Make sure if you're watching, go to uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook and uh, make sure that you give them permission to see uh, your Facebook profile name so we know who the hell is commenting because we're not going to address people. Jennifer's already on. She says, what's up, fucker? Hello, Jennifer. <laughs> I swear my wife is going to leave me for this girl. <laughs> She's funny. So uh, tonight we're doing something and a little bit different. We're not looking, going so maybe. to. <laughs> we are not going to be doing mixed drinks tonight. We're actually going to be trying uh, some. Uh, it's a uh, some kind of seltzer thing. It's ranch water. Everybody and their dog keeps talking about it. I figured, all right, let's give it a try. So uh, with fur- no further ado, let's. I got a little ice chest hiding underneath the table here. All right, so it comes in. Um, Four flavors. Let's see. Hang on here. Let's see. Four flavors that we know. So yeah, this is we got the uh, the variety pack. We're gonna try the Ranch Water Original first. It's uh, we're not getting paid to do this. We're just gonna try it and see what it is. But it's made with 100% agave and natural lime juice, 80 calories, roots in far west Texas. If only we knew a guy who made beer. I know. So let's uh, let's give this a shot here. And uh, you're making a holy mess, man. It's holy. It's holy. It's been sanctified. (laughs) Something. But let's see here. It tastes like ginger water. Almost. That's fucking awful. Do you want mine? (laughs) I actually don't mind it because it's got like a ginger taste to it. And I actually like ginger. So it tastes... It tastes like, um, okay, let's say you had oh no, this is gonna be tequila bad. on the rocks. Tequila. You drank all the tequila, but you let the rocks melt, and then you drank that. You know what? And that's what it tastes the like. The taste is actually good. It tastes like ginger infused with lime and water, which is not bad. So it's almost like a ginger ale, except for like watered down because it's a hard seltzer. The problem I have with it, people, is the smell. It almost... It smells it dirty. smells like a kombucha, uh, kombucha the, the rotten fruit smell, but the taste is good. It's the smell. So if I plug my nose and drink it, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. So luckily, I was smart Lotus enough not knowing, not not realizing... Um, hey, what? Lotus up in the next one. Oh, we're going to do... Just awesome. do one. Do one cup of each so I don't have to sit there and drink like eight different little cuppies. Okay, so of them. we'll try the next one then. We'll try the next one. And I don't even want to try this one. It's oh, a, good. It's going to be good then. It's a it's spicy, spicy one. It's not like jalapeno. Jalapeno and shit in it. So let's try We're going to try it, people. Hey, while he's doing that, let me scroll over the comments and see who, what everybody else is drinking. Barf, someone said. And I can't see your name because you have not gone on. Just stream yard and giving them permission. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> All right, I got. Oh my god, that is fucking awful. I'd rather drink my own like urine. Anything? What is wrong with you? I would rather drink somebody else's urine, not even my it own. Doesn't even smell like anything, people. See, I was smart, and I made a mixed drink because I knew I wasn't gonna like this shit. So it tastes almost identical to that one. A little zingy, little little in the back, and little zing. All right, you want to so, try the next one? If people like seltzer, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad choice. You want to try the next one? I want to try them all. All right. So we're going to have all these open things. So this one is prickly pear. It means I'm going to get oh, I'm going to get white girl wasted tonight. She's going to get woo girl <laughs> wasted where like after everywhere it's going to be like <laughs> Well, it is Titty Tuesday. So this is the day I always tell people that I go tanning without a top on, which is not true, but maybe it will be. I don't know. I'm running out of What are y'all drinking out there? Shit. I see Jennifer says that she didn't want to like seltzers, but I'm really digging them. Hey, yeah, right? Low calorie, low carb. Like it's like flavored water, which it kind of tastes like flavored water. And you know what? My favorite. You can keep all that shit on your side. I don't want any of it. That's I tried it. It was horrible. Okay, so my favorite one was what was it? The the one at five by five. What it was like that one at the very end. Was it the watermelon one? Yes, it's watermelon. It's like a it's like a hard seltzer. Like oh, it's good. But you so, got a growler of that in the fridge that you can't even open yet because you split it with your friend and she hasn't been here. <laughs> I can't. I know I can't open it without her. That's right. what sucks, Lindsay. So, if you're on here, lady, you got to come on the show so I can drink that thing. But it was so. good. Someone was walking by with like a pink reddish drink, and I was like. What the fuck is that? Is that like a beer? Like, so hey, I asked hey, the We'll waitress, get into five by five stories later. Let's do this so we can get to our sponsors and get our fucking guest on. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, this one's tolerable. That's good. What is that one? This one is the real red grapefruit. It's tolerable. That's good. And at this point, I'm okay with tolerable. Did you so, try the jalapeno one? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> I would rather contortion myself and shit in my own that's mouth. That's it? I thought there was four. That was all four. Oh, so, shit. without further ado, wait, we need wait, wait. to get to our sponsors. I only have three here. Oh, I haven't tried this one yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we need to get to our sponsors. So, uh, we couldn't have this shit show train wreck if it weren't for people uh, helping us out here, such as um, mm -hmm. Nick Carpenter at the Legion of Loan Officers. You can find his book at loanofficerstrategyguide.com. What he does is he helps you find... Um, not just leads, but leads that actually pay and uh, help you out. I use a lot of his uh, lead generation stuff for my business, and it's not even uh, realty-based. So uh, there's a lot of value there if you want to go check it out. You can also find it at facebook.com slash Legion of Loan Officers. Um, the next sponsor is uh, one of our... It was our first sponsor. It's uh, Gunner Gray Furniture Fusion, founded by John Oda. He's a veteran. Um, he does custom uh, custom woodworking custom built furnitures. Um, you can find them at gunnergray.com, Instagram at gunner underscore gray, Facebook at gunner gray FF, or you can give them a call at 508-847. Dogs are barking. Our dogs are barking. So the phone number is 508-847-1390. Um, Man, just go to the Facebook and check out his his work. I cannot say enough how awesome it is. If your friends with me on Facebook, I keep sharing some of the stuff from his website. It is amazing. All custom work, built to last, gorgeous. So then our uh, next sponsor is uh, Carrie Beavers, who's founded Soldier Girl Coffee Company. She's a female Army veteran. Um, I'm assuming because I said she, you would know she's female. So that was not in this redundant. day and age. Not in this day and age. How dare you assume? <laughs> Fuck. 
Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Soldier Girl Coffee Company specializes in CBD infused coffees such as uh, CBD infused French vanilla, CBD infused mm-hmm. snickerdoodle, and CBD infused 100% Colombian coffee. And they also have a non infused 100% Colombian coffee. Um, it's all 100% THC free. Used they Not use THC American free. Oh yeah, THC yes, free. THC free. You can't get high Not off of it. CBD free, but <laughs> Jesus. I'm just gonna stay out of it. Yeah. So to find out more about uh, Soldier Girl Coffee Company, go to sgcoffee.co. That's C-O, not com. Uh, you can also find her on Facebook at Soldier Girl Coffee Company. And our final and most important... Well, I can't say most important. They're all important no, sponsors. Yeah. But our final sponsor is Warhorse Legacy Foundation, where they have horses that do not have PTSD. <laughs> they are there to help people that do have Every PTSD. Time. And their families. And their families. And they specialize in uh, anything from 90-minute rides up to teaching you how to train the horses and everything in between. Uh, Give them a call at 479-634-2119. You can also check them out at warhorselegacy.org and facebook.com slash warhorselegacy. They're a nonprofit. So even if you're not in the area, they're always looking for donors, uh, people to help get spread the word. You sound very professional. Blah, 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 blah. Look at you. So um, that is it for our sponsors. Now to get to the shit show, we're going to bring on Mr. George Rice, who is the serial killer and owner of <laughs> 5 by 5 Brewing in Mission, Texas. It's actually, uh, he's not paying me to say this. This is one of my favorite beers. To, uh, I drive three hours out of my way to go down there and get beer and come back home. Um, so let's bring him on. Welcome, George. What's up, guys? <laughs> and, hey, you're not going to have to drive three hours very soon. We're actually flooding the Corpus Christi market. I think in like 20 days, uh, 18 or 20 days, we'll have two of our beers up in that market pretty soon. Which two? Uh, our Burnett Bombshell, which is actually already up in the market. It's just not flooded. And then our food bar. So when we get both products up there, we're going to send our sales force up there and uh, we're going to go harass people for a couple days. And it's, and it's spelled wrong. Yeah, foobar. It's so fucked up. It's even spelled wrong. I love that. That is hilarious. It is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a really screwed up story on how it was actually made. Oh, so we will get into yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to have to get into that. Yeah. So um, just like we do with every single guest we have, um, this podcast is who business owners are, community leaders are, off the clock, behind the scenes, and under the influence. We don't let you talk about your business, peddle your wares, or anything like that, except for the first three minutes. So you have... <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> hey, we went looking for it. They're yeah, sold out I've down got here. plenty of stories about some 5x5 five five beer. But uh, <laughs> you have three minutes to talk about your business, what you are, who you are, and all that good stuff starting now. All right. Well, I'm uh, George Rice. I'm one of the founders of 5x5 Brewing Company. We're a craft brewery down here in South Texas in Rio Grande Valley, based out of Mission. Uh, We LLC'd in 2016, but we didn't get operational until late 2018. Uh, So we're going on our three-year anniversary. Uh, I'm not even sure when it is because technically we opened in July of 2018, but we had to shut down for three months because we ran out of beer. So, um, so we're like, screw it. You know, we already have all these events scheduled for the fall. Let's let's do our three-year reunion um, this July. So July 10th, we're going to be out there celebrating live music and beer and debauchery and a bunch of veterans drinking alcohol. And it's going to be a lot of bad things happening. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the brewery itself has been blowing up. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's massive the amount of growth that we've had. I mean, you were there at the start, you kind of saw it. We had a little like one barrel system, and we're like, like, do we need a bar? Can we just put a table and put beer on it? We're like, yeah, okay. And then it's just evolved into this freaking monster. Uh, and like, we can't even keep up with production at all. Um, I got a bunch of, um, veterans that work for me and unfortunately a lot of them are marines so there's a huge unfortunately i love that hmm. how do i say this without offending people there's a lot of additional training that we have to do in order to support some of our marine corps veteran employees that we have well like, you need to put it all in order yeah like well simple things like how to properly talk to a customer you know, like really, really simple shit here. And we have oh, to like play on this shit out for them to grasp. I mean, oh my gosh, some of the shit these guys say and do. I mean, I thought I was bad being army infantry, but dude, these guys are on a whole nother level of freaking like oxygen deprivation. Like they're, <laughs> oh my God. And we've actually coincidentally have a bunch of uh, jarheads and devil dogs watching right now too. So that's <laughs> awesome. One or two. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, they're they're a fun bunch. Uh, we're actually doing a beer for them in a couple of weeks on Cinco de Mayo. We're calling it Cinco de Drinko. We did a Mexican lager, and we called it Carlos Company. And we had someone call us out, like that's kind of racist. I'm like, actually, before anyone pulls a race card, one of our owners is from Santiago, Mexico, which is south that way for me. Uh, and he was actually a member of this company. It's called Car Charlie Company, and they nicknamed themselves Carlos Company because they're about. 99.998 percent goes back decades though it goes not. back a lot goes back all the way to world war uh vietnam actually or no world war ii and uh then the marine corps you know because they've become pc well the entire military has become pc they uh outlawed the, the name from that unit but we got that coming out i hadn't noticed <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's the that's a great introduction of your business, yeah. right there. Uh, Jose, Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. wants to know if there's a crayon beer. Dude, we thought about it. Uh, we were actually talking about doing uh, for Marine birthdays, uh, doing a flight with just a blonde, and we just put food coloring and a little edible crayon next to each one, like "Happy Birthday, Special Guy." But we're like, yeah, it might be a little bit too offensive. I need to introduce you to who's got uh, crayons ready to eat. Um, it's actually white chocolate crayons. They come in the MRE style packaging. That is very true. He's a Marine. And uh, there, each, there's a color for each one of the branches. Is The Cold War era veterans and before, they don't understand the term crayon eaters. They really don't. Because like I, I called one of my one of my partners as a Marine. And I call him, dude, you're like straight up crayon eaters. Like, I don't get that reference. So like, that's why you're a crayon eater. But they don't... <laughs> It's like it's one step below window liquor. <clears throat> just just use that analogy and hopefully they give me way too much credit. <laughs> I, I, I love Marines. We have a shit ton of Marines down here. It's probably uh you know, which is funny because it's the smallest branch, but you'll have like the largest population of Marines down here in the valley. And I'm not sure how it is up there in Corpus. I think it's mostly yeah, yeah, they just yeah. Maybe that's a lot of Navy guys like watching the dudes running up half naked up and down the beach and shit. Yeah. So, uh, so we actually met online on a, uh, a business entrepreneurial page, you and I, and uh, you supported me back way back before I was doing hats when I was peddling some other bullshit that 
in hindsight was bullshit. Who cares? I met but, you at five by five. <laughs> but it was, it was at five by five. And I, I, uh, I made you a bunch of beer flights that were branded and stuff like that. And you sent me back with a keg of, um, it was the coffee Thank stout. You. No, the first, the very first time I went down there, I had that coffee stout that coffee I brought stout, back yes. for, uh, for, for a crawfish, crawfish boil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this stuff, it, it, it was good. To put it lightly, it packs a fucking punch. Yeah. I can't remember what the ABV was back then, but it was fucking Dude, high. It, it was it was 10 plus. I'm pretty and, sure our friend Amanda, and I don't know if Matt and Amanda are on here, pretty sure she did a keg stand. No, there were multiple people doing keg <laughs> stands. Holy shit. I, I had to chew my Yes. Yeah, with the 40 mic. That is commitment. To put, this, to put this into perspective, this 40 mic mic stout. Okay, number one, it's a stout, but it doesn't drink like one. It doesn't have that heavy. It doesn't. No. Um, it's, it like, really it doesn't. Like a, yeah, it drinks like, like a black coffee with no cream. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you drink this stuff. So, I was, I was drinking like one of these like Yeti cups full, and then I drink two or three ultras, and then I drink. One of these Yetis full, and then drink truth. So I just so I can keep myself at that perfect level. Don't listen to him, and, uh, people. He this is a tissue of lies. They got kicked out of fun trackers. Early. Oh, we do. <laughs> we get kicked out of fun trackers every year he during the process. Took the vacuum cleaner from a poor, sweet little teenage girl and started vacuuming the floor. I got, got kicked yeah, out. Yeah, I got kicked out for for cleaning their floors for him. Kind of shit is that? He he also got banned from an HEB for following a woman with two kids, saying, "I know something she's done twice." Y'all, he gets kicked out everywhere. <laughs> In my defense, I was really drunk. <laughs> oh, oh! As long as you were just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I can't get away with that shit down here. <laughs> Somebody says you need to bring back some more IPA. Oh. I got an IPA. I got a hop level four and tap right now, and it should be there for at least another two or three weeks before everyone sucks me dry out of it. But uh, yeah, we have an IPA on tap right now at the brewery. Mm -mm. So then the second time I went down there and got kegs, I was only supposed to come back with one. You sent me back with two kegs, and we were having a uh, we were we were having a family movie night in the backyard. We have a projector screen, and we invite all of our neighbors and friends and things like that. And we did a. a Double feature. It was yes, we did. It was a Sandlot for the first movie. Yes, some the the adults and the kids could have. And the second movie was Beer Fest, and that's when we sent all the kids inside. Yeah, and uh, it was awesome. I only had like twelve cups of this shit, <laughs> and I'm like just hammered. I'm like, did you just count them? Because you always told me as long as it never completely emptied and you refilled it, it's still one beer. Because he goes, I'm gonna go have one beer with my friends, and like four hours later, I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? He still lives here, right? And he's Which like, that I sent up there. Um, it was bombshell. Yeah. yeah, one of them was bombshell, and then the other one was the start naming off your beers. Mm -hmm. It was Bar, Moorfield Blonde. Uh, we have our Hop Level Four IPA, Cherry Cream Ale, or Tough One Hundred. It was a cherry one. <laughs> cherry Cream Ale. I hate that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I sent it. Here, take it. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was, but I ended up, I'm like, man, I can drink 12 Shiners and be just fine. And I started doing the math. I'm like, oh, wait, this shit's like double the ABV it of really Shiner. It really was, yeah. Yeah, so, the, the, the Burnett Bombshell, man, it's, I got it right here, actually. It's a 8.68 ABV. Nice. Uh, it'll put you on your ass. Everyone always bitches at us, like, man, it's expensive. I'm like, drink a four pack. So like, you have to pay that much just for a four pack? Like, drink the four pack and get back with me tomorrow. 
Yeah. And every every single time they always mention me like, okay, I see why. I'm like, yeah, no shit. They were like, it was like drinking a freaking 12 pack, like probably and then some, like, you know, because you're drinking it faster and it's 8.6 A's, it's going to hit you a lot quicker and a lot harder. Some of these bars down here, we have about 270 accounts that carry us across uh, the Rio Grande Valley and we're hoping to expand that up in Corpus. But some of these bars up here were serving it in pitchers, like 22 ounce pitchers. And I went in there, I'm like, oh shit. You need no. to stop that. Like, technically, I don't think you should be serving this in a pint glass. You should be serving one of those little freaking uh, beer snob pitchers on it. Uh, yeah, uh, like <laughs> yeah the, the, the chick drinks. Yeah. Well, you sent them home with all those cans of different kinds so we could try. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start with this one. Three three cans later, I'm like, fuck. I'm yeah, they were the, the 16 ounce cans <laughs> were, with the were, handwritten labels. Yes. And uh, yeah, three later, I'm like, I'm ready for bed. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they did the trick. And we didn't well, have, we have a lot of that. So I'm that's- surprised you guys haven't had a kid yet. We have, I think, 18 offsprings due to five by five. That's what I was saying. Actually- didn't even get pregnant that time. It was really weird. <laughs> we actually made onesies for these people, like a little five by five onesie with a claymore in the back and everything. It was badass. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. So, uh, so you were in the military. Uh, tell us a little bit about that when you went in and, and what you did and when you got out and well, um, shit, where was I? I was playing college football, uh, when nine 11 happened. And, um, I mean, I, I remember it to this day and it was kind of a motivating factor for me. Um, when I went to college, about two or three of my friends out of high school in the military, not that they were stupid or anything, but they, they weren't getting them out there very much more in their life. So they're like, Hey, fuck it. Let's go into the military. Um, and so I was playing college football as an athletic scholarship up at A&M Kingsville. Um, I was pretty good in high school. I got offers to uh, UT, A&M, Baylor, but uh, Kingsville was the only one that offered a full ride uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm from the Valley. Both my parents are working class. We couldn't afford to go there. So I uh, went to A&M Kingsville, and they had an amazing football program and an amazing wildlife management program. So went over there, played football. Uh, 9-11 happened, so I just dropped out. Um, the next day or that day, I tried to go to the recruiter once all the works came out, but the recruiting office was closed, um, out in Kingsville. And then I went Wednesday, it was closed too. And then I went Thursday and finally I was able to get in the recruiter. So I went to the Marine Corps recruiter first because, you know, my grandfather was retired master gunner, uh, sergeant. Um, my uncles were all Marine Corps. Uh, a lot of my family was Marine Corps. So that's the way I wanted to go. And I walked in there and I'm a big guy at the time. I'm playing defensive line at A&F Kingsville. Um, I'm squatting well into the upper 400s. I'm deadlifting 500. I'm, um, you know, bench pressing freaking in the 400s. I'm a big guy and I'm fast. Uh, okay. I'm running up. You're still a very big guy. Okay. I'm yeah, five foot. You bigger. are what, like seven foot? Like you're crazy, like broad no, shouldered. You're Army, a big guy. Army definitely sh- uh, shrunk me a little bit, uh, but I was at least six five at the time and I weighed about maybe 305, 310. And then, so I went in Marine Corps recruiter and straight up off the bat, like, no, like, how much you weigh, man? I was like, oh, 310? And like, no, you need to, you need to be, your max weight's 230. I'm like, 230 is like, I haven't weighed that in like eighth grade. Uh, I'm like, shit, I'm looking at all these recruiters and, you know, you, you grow up seeing all the Marine Corps commercials, you see all these chiseled, like, you know, just real cut athletic uh, Marines. And all three of these guys look like methods. And I'm just like, <laughs> There's not a single one of you I can't like really just like smash your skull on right now. You're telling me I'm not physically fit uh, enough to join the Marine Corps? And they're like, yeah, we got standards. If you don't want standards, go over to the guys at the Army. 
I was like legitly pissed off because there's no way that I could cut the weight that they needed me to cut. They needed me to cut down to 250. And I was like, there's no way I can lose 60 pounds and maintain my scholarship. Like they're going to freaking cut me off the program. Uh, you know, I'm at like a close up 5,000 calorie a day diet uh, already up there to maintain my weight, not even the gain, just to maintain. So I walked out and I'm like legitly upset. And here's this army recruiter. Let me guess. They said you were too big. Like, yeah, they said I got to drop 60 pounds. Like, boy, look at you. You look like you could rip Osama Bin Laden's head off yourself. I'm like, yeah. Like, he straight up played in my ego. Like, I'm 19 at the time. And he's just building up the ego. Like, you ever hear of Special Forces? Yeah. You ever hear of Rangers? Yeah, I heard of Rangers. You know, like, what's that movie? Uh, <laughs> what's that fucked up movie? Um, shit. You ever seen Con Air? Like, yeah. You want to be like that guy on Con Air? I was like, well, not in prison, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, he signed me up and, uh, like, you know, I was supposed to go Airborne Ranger and, uh, yeah, that shit never fucking happened. I got fucking lied to. <laughs> I showed up there to Benning, like, really quick, actually, like, really fast. I get to Benning and, uh, dude, these guys, uh, you know, they're like, hey, all the Ranger contract kids, come out here and get the Airborne physical. So, there I go, showing up and basic training was was it was easy but it was miserable for me and i'll explain why right now but um so i went up there and they're like 252 what are you doing out here like uh ranger is like ranger you're not going to ranger you're going to 10 pound divisions like, 10 pound so the first phone call i got i go home and i call my brother uh you know i was like hey uh what the hell is 10th mountain he just started laughing at me it's like yeah you're fucked i hope you enjoy snow and it hangs up on me my one phone call a week like i'm a, in a freaking prison yeah, like just straight up hangs up on me. And the next week, he sent me a care package with like weed brownies. They weren't re- weed brownies; they were just labeled weed brownies. Uh, a freaking dildo, anal sensitizing cream, fluffy cups. Freaking, they look like used condoms. Uh, and my drill sergeants just had a heyday with it. I was doing push-ups for like a month. Um, but it was just yeah, bad. yeah. So I went to Tenth Mountain Division. Uh, basic training was easy but rough at me at the same time because. Uh, as most things in the army, we're idiots. So I show up, I'm a big guy. Uh, I'm already maxing out my PT test within, you know, at MEPS, not MEPS, um, in processing. Perfect run, maxed out push-ups, maxed out sit-ups. And this is, again, at, I already cut a little bit of weight because that's where I was going. I'm at, you know, 6'5", 290 pounds. They automatically put me on a bad boy diet. And they're like, yeah, you're over uh, body fat. You need to drop body fat. I'm like, over body fat? Like, I just had a water displacement test at the Corpus Christi Medical, and I'm at, like, freaking 18% body fat. What are you talking about? Like, no, we're army body fat. I'm like, does it multiply? Like, I don't get it. It's all fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's metric. <laughs> yeah, so, man, I was, like, losing freaking, you know, <laughs> wasn't passing the, the tape test. I was like, shit, what do I do? Uh, and so they put me on this bad boy diet. It was bad. It was literally 2000 calories a day. And again, remember what I told you when I was playing college football to maintain with my activity level and my size, my caloric intake to maintain was 5,000 calories a day at five mils. So about a thousand calories a mil. And these assholes put me on at 2000 calories a day and I just get emasculated. <laughs> it's bad. Like I cut so much weight, but not in a good way too. Like, when my wife and my mom came up there to see me graduate, they're like, like, like not happy good. Like, you know, and the drill sergeants were bragging about it. Yeah, we had private rice, PFC rice over there. Dropped, you know, went from 295 pounds all the way to 230. 
And they were like, oh my God, like I looked sickly and not just sickly. I was weak as hell. I could barely pass the PT test leaving basic training because of what they were doing. Uh, yeah, the army's retarded when it comes to this shit. Like it took me like two years to build back any sorts of muscle mass after that. I, you know, it was a, it was horrible. Basic That's training to me was, every it was easy, but it was miserable. I mean, they starved me for three months straight. It was bad. I felt like that guy, Wilson! Wilson, I just like I knew guys that were gym rats and and borderline. Like you question if they were if they were on steroids because they were just that jacked, like you know, bicep the size of basketballs and just pure muscle, like two percent body and fat. Implants. And be, but because they weigh 260, 270 plus pounds. They were on the fat program because they because their height versus when they ran the tape around them, one of those like tailoring measuring tapes, they're too fat. Even though they're so they fail uh, their PT test just because of their regardless well, of what their I mean, results are. By the military standard, I'm overweight. So like I'm I not can really see that. Wow. Did he just say I can see that? TJ got real quiet. TJ was like I I I know where you live and I've seen where you sleep in. I'm, I'm sorry, you know I I got out of the military and I just I love tacos too much. I'm in the Rio Grande Valley and not those cheap ass shitty tacos like you know San Antonio like where the hell the Mexican food like no fuck that you're fucking borderline Taco Bell actual <laughs> tacos. Yeah. So has the best breakfast tacos. Oh, they do. No one will admit it. No one will admit it. But Circle K, Laredo Taco Company, hands down, best freaking breakfast tacos you're going to get. I, I don't care. Like, no, you, you need to try the ones in Austin. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I'm not eating street tacos in Austin. We've lived there. They're ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not eating a Texan breakfast taco made by a California hand. No. <laughs> you know. It, it, okay, you want to know where I get my meat down here? I go to the colonias, like the really, really poor areas, and I go to their meat markets because that's where you're going to find the best fajitas and best chicken. I shit yeah. you not. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. That's where you get the best fajitas and best chicken. Go to the most ghetto neighborhood around you and go to the meat market. Best fajitas and best chicken. It's going to be cheap too. Um, and they're going to love you because you're paying in cash and I had a Lone Star card. very true so uh how many years i do in the army uh shit about nine almost ten i did you know i was light infantry so we got deployed a lot uh they're like oh it's because you guys are high speed like no we're not high speed it took a while to process this but i kind of realized we're like that we're like that uh, that hooker in tijuana we get the most action and it's not because we're good. It's not because we're pretty. It's because we're the cheapest one on the block. That is why. Good and so you. they deployed us nonstop. <sighs> oh, so wow. We got deployed a lot. Iraq. Road hard San and put away wet then, huh? Huh? Said road hard and put away wet then, huh? Oh, it, it, our, our deployment tempo is up there. I'm at, I'm at like a total, like within nine years, I'm at like 79 months of total, you know, combat tours. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's not natural. No, that's no. All right, you want to ask him? Go ahead. I can hear your brain moving. What you know? What? All right. So, what are your thoughts? I love asking guests strange questions. What no, are your he thoughts? This is just for you on uh, secret societies. 
Oh shit! I know where this is going. <laughs> Favorite societies are bullshit. They're chicken shits. You know, you should be out in the public with what and who you are. You're only jealous because you can't get a part of this secret society. That's your thing. You just want to be part of it. I, I've tried with fake profiles. I've yes, tried, you know, eat, you know, my wife's an admin on this thing and I can't even get in it under her screen name. Like, and you know, <laughs> they, they just keep it completely closed wraps. Like freaking, it irks the admins, Whoever admins this page, and we're, we're leading up to this, but whoever admins this needs to run security for the entire nation because it is locked the fuck down. And what we're talking about is a fan page for, uh, Mr. George Rice and um, on Facebook uh, and some of his past activities. I'm not going to give out the name of the of the fan page. Oh, why not? Come on, because uh, it's funny. You, you'll be able to figure it out on your own. But I, I know to hear the story of this. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the, the infamous serial picture or serial killer picture. uh, Oh, you want to hear a story? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear the entire story of how how this happened. I mean, is that your normal Tuesday outfit? I mean, yeah. So I'm all beefy and beautiful. Uh, You know, I'm, you know, again, I'm I'm, I'm getting, I think I'm home on block leave and I'm already gearing up trying to get ready for selections. My goal is to become uh, 18 uh, Delta Special Forces medic. So uh, I'm training up during deployment, you know, mission, mission, workout, workout, jerk out, jerk out, and then mission, mission. So uh, come home and I put on a a lot of really good muscle mass, lean, and uh, me and my wife, uh, two week vacation when I came home and my family got us an entire week at our family. Well, they didn't really got get us. They, they own a condo down in South Potty. We're like, hey, you can borrow the condo for a week. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you for thank you for my service. Went over there and spent the week. <laughs> and then my wife was like, give me a sexy picture. And I'm like, and it, my top, my favorite oh. shirt, my serial killer shirt ripped. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm still wearing it. So I just tied it up on the side. And I didn't realize it was going to give me this uh, sloppy power bottom bear uh, LGBT look. And uh, <laughs> I found out later because everyone shares it. But um, yeah, you know, I did a sexy picture for my wife. And, you know, next thing you know, it's it's freaking viral. And um, I'm a yeah. troll on social media. And uh, because of that, I have a lot of troll friends. And uh, they no. nonstop fuck with me. Uh, that. that- picture would show up in my Facebook timeline at least every month or month and a half. We should put a disclaimer before we post a picture. Like, everyone get an extra pair of underwear because (laughs) it's going to get real sexy real fast. And and for those of you that missed it, it's this picture right here. This picture has been... (laughs) I think before you deleted the original, there was like 400 and something comments on it. It No, I never deleted it. I was fucking with them because they they wouldn't let me in the page. I'm going to delete the photo. Like, don't you dare! Like, yeah, but if I delete it, it doesn't show the the seventeen hundred likes or whatever it's at, and freaking you know eighteen hundred comments. So what I did is I made private that only I could view. So everyone thought I deleted it, and like every couple of weeks, I would post it back up again just to fuck with them, and they would go apeshit, and I would remove it again. And uh, you know, I, I was what I was doing is I was trolling trolling the guys that were trolling me, and uh, like they were like borderline about to protest the brewery because I removed the photo or thought I removed the photo. But luckily, there's there's enough uh, copies of it floating around that if you did delete it. They can always find its way back. Yeah, and to totally they use made, my friends, they made a 
they made a birthday cake with the fucking photo on it. Nice. Oh my god! Yes. Your friends and family Absolutely. love you so much. That is love, sir. I want it on my love. birthday cake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so what we're gonna do? JD got a clock for Christmas that was. It's got like little places for pictures you could put in there. So we're gonna borrow a uh, fake. Dis, what do you call it? A, a dis, uh, disarmed rocket launcher. I'm, I'm getting and we're an AT4 and my kilt. Like an American flag kilt and nothing else. And we're going to have like a really inappropriate picture and we're going to put them in the little picture spots of the clock. And, and that's going to be Christmas somebody's gift next year. Next year. So, and to use my best friend saying, I think you made JD ink. <laughs> that picture oh yeah i inked a couple of times <laughs> like this chair was always wet always <laughs> oh jd was man creeping <laughs> and and chris jd is drinking he is drinking rum and seven up rum and seven yep yep he's drinking he's just not drinking the ranch water he was not a fan yeah that was i'm so glad that they did not pay for us to uh try their stuff out because <laughs> my face would have said everything even if I tried to lie about how horrible it was. But y'all be able to see it live drinking some 5 by 5 It's not that bad. <laughs> Ranch okay. water. I think it's fine. Ranch water it's was, not, it tasted like septic so water. So what is it? Y'all, it's watermelon. It, it, what is it? Is it a hard seltzer as well? Uh, are you talking about the pineapple mango or the strawberry? The strawberry. That's what it was. It was strawberry. Because I yeah. was pineapple mango, and then I saw someone walking by with a red, and I was like, "What?" The? I thought it was a beer, but I was like, "But I didn't see it on the labels or on." I guess I missed it on the side. Well, yeah, we're not really proud of it. <laughs> what? I thought it was not, good. Not proud of making a seltzer. <laughs> okay, go f yourself. I really liked it. Like the, me and Lindsay and my best friend were drinking it the rest of the night, and we came home with some. So you can yeah, I didn't know that they were buying growlers, and they showed up with a growler of that when we we're leaving. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> I would have got a growler to take good shit. It, yeah, it's probably deflated by now. It's probably just water at this point. Uh, right. You know, uh, the CO two is probably out of it. It's probably not carbonated at all. It's even though it's still sealed and everything. It's a, it's a growler. It's a container of freaking uh, CO2 will emit out. That's why, like, even with cans, are only good for about 6 to 12 months because CO2 will start emitting out, and then the beer will become flat. Oh, shit. So those Lone Stars yeah. that left in my house like four years ago that I still have in my fridge are probably bad? <laughs> uh, no, Lone Stars, are so, they're like Twinkies. They'll last forever. Oh, awesome. So the Armageddon hits, and there's cockroaches. Yeah, Lone, Star, Lone, Lone Stars Star. definitely an Armageddon beer. Got it. Contrary to belief, Twinkies have an expiration date. No, they have way too many actually go bad. Did you know an expiration date isn't actually an expiration date? It's actually the date that they guarantee it'll be fresh. After that, it's not that it expires. It's just it so, might not be as fresh. So, so if a poison, just saying, if a poison expires, does it get more dangerous or less dangerous? Less dangerous, maybe. Depends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. Are yeah. you a chemistry expert now, George? I mean, you own a brewery. What the hell? Beers just like wine and alcohol. Certain beers get better with time. You know, that's the truth. Uh, we got beers that we age for like 12, 18 months in a barrel. Um, you know, under right pressure, temperature, and condition, beer actually gets better. The, the brown, 
uh, I found uh, the brown actually gets a more refined taste uh, five or six weeks uh, after it's brewed than it does within three or four weeks because, you know, you have a chance for the flavors to actually mellow out. Um, with IPAs, it's a little bit different. IPAs, it's all about freshness and dankness, and it's just like weed. You don't want to have weed freaking stored away for a year. It's not going to smell the same or taste the same or be as good. It just as a <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never consumed the devil's what lettuce. weed? What's that? <laughs> Oh, like a dandelion? Today's 420, by the way. Oh, it is 420. It is 420, by the way. The shit that our prude politicians in Austin won't allow us to have. Yeah. Bastards. Sons of <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> so, I don't know. Y'all kind of was we're already doing it on popular opinion, saying that uh, Laredo tacos from a gas station are one of the best tacos. Is that your unpopular opinion for the day? No, that's not my unpopular opinion for the then day. What is your unpopular opinion? Oh, we're going right into it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. so my unpopular opinion. Um, I'm going to go a little bit serious on this one. I don't want to harp on it too long, but mm. my unpopular opinion is that 22 push-ups in 22 days doesn't solve anything. They're not trying to solve it. They're trying to raise awareness. They're every it's it's our war has been going on for twenty fucking years. Everybody is aware of suicide. Let's do. I let's think, let's do uh, figure out a way to stop okay. it and minimize it instead of make people aware of it. That's it. Here's the problem with 22, 22 kill all that shit. As uh, a part of something that is very very wrong with our culture especially veteran culture and i'm going to rip on the shit out of veterans right now we are the biggest professional freaking victims ever especially yeah, okay. our generation 9-11 veterans hardcore professional victims like veteran lives here no fireworks be cautious i'm like dude first off half of you fuckers the worst experience you ever had was the ice cream shortage of 2004 in kuwait um was sir yeah don't don't be pulling the damn freaking victim card and it's not just veterans it's the culture like you know you talk to the media and stuff like that and they all look at you like you're broken when you get out of the military i'm not broken when i get out of the military and that's the problem with our society is that we aren't advancing veterans like when when after world war ii the vast majority of our banking society our politicians our judges you know everything was controlled by veterans granted we had a lot more people serving in world war ii but our representation was massive and thing and it's just died down they they victimized us the media and you know the government victimized the shit out of veterans and that's why we have this like you know you get out and you're like oh shit all i'm good at is uh sweeping floors and you know shooting bullets at the range like you know i can't do anything else so it's a sense of professional victimization that we have within our community and i hate that shit. i cannot stand it like i am not a victim uh, if anything, I left the military stronger than when I went into the military. I walked out with skills. I walked out with the meaning and purpose. And uh, because I had a good support group between my friends and my family, I was able to excel. Uh, I hate this professional victim mentality that we have within the veteran community. And it pisses me off to no end. JD makes a very valid point. Most of the time he says that Hollywood specifically either glorifies veterans as badasses that can kill you with their thumb or shows you that they're damaged and yeah, they're the, deranged the alcoholic and dysfunctional that are cheating on their wives and alcoholics or drug users and never the tween shall meet. It's like there is no in-between. There is no functional veteran in the eyes of Hollywood. And it's... The only movie that I think Hollywood ever got right on the military was 
Saving Private Ryan. I mean, they, they've done a good job on documentaries, but the only like movie that was complete bullshit that was actually pretty legit, in my opinion, was Saving Private Ryan. Uh, like from everything I read and from the people that I knew that are all gone now, but that World War II, they're all saying they're like, "Yep, that, yep, um, pretty accurate." No, and he said Platoon was pretty legit. Well, that's a good one. I, don't know. I, I heard they did a lot of shit. Well, yeah, that's why it was pretty legit. Because, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, my dad told me stories about how over there there was guys doing heroin and and smoking weed. Pretty and all sure kind of Jenny shit has a brother or and... sister over in Vietnam. <laughs> maybe, oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I have a VC uh, step bro or, or half bro or whatever. Bro. Yeah, I mean he's my bro. Yeah, bro. Better watch out. We don't need to get we don't need to get kicked off of Facebook like drinking bros. That's bullshit, by the way. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not do that. No. So, so, so what is your unpopular opinion, Kat? Well, since we have George on here and he's a he's a beer guy, uh, I'm gonna have to go with the fact that uh, I don't really like anything that's too hoppy. So I usually steer clear of IPAs completely. So. I know a lot of people are like, what? I love IPAs. I don't like IPAs because most of the time they're way too motherfucking hoppy. Like I know apparently there's a way of brewing beer where you put the hop in at different times and I don't fucking know. And it's not as hoppy. Don't know. Don't care. Don't like IPAs. There you go. I think, uh, I don't know. I was never an IPA fan until I was at a Lorelei for that, uh, Oktoberfest and they gave it to me by accident. Oh, and it was pretty tasty. You're talking was, about the Galaxy? Yeah. That's the only IP I've actually not and, hated. Yeah, and it was tasty. That's what I drank for the rest of the day. I don't but actively I, go and search for IPAs because I still think the overwhelming majority of them are fucking taint beer. But they're... Well, they're Lorelei on with the beer, man. That's one of my favorite breweries in Texas. And they're veteran-owned and operated. I'm not sure if you guys knew that. I didn't. I don't know. They have like thirty owners that, that I've yeah, met so far. Yeah, their Galaxy IPA. It was it, yeah, I drank it and it was it was it was good. But yeah, <laughs> most part I just steer clear of them. So sorry for those IPA drinkers. Uh, it looks like Debbie Harrington agrees though. Hey, hey girl, hey. But it's the only thing her hubby will drink. <laughs> All right. Any unpopular opinion? Is this your taco thing? Your unpopular opinion, George? Unpopular opinion. Uh, if you have a dog under 25 pounds, it shouldn't be called a dog. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know. That caught me off guard. It's a awesome. glorified cat. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a it's a possum. It's a rat. Um, it's not a dog. <laughs> under 25 pounds. Besides puppies, if it's under 25 pounds, it shouldn't be classified as a dog. It should be classified as something else. We have two German shepherds, so... We can't yeah. say anything. We got some fat Germans. We have very fat, fat German shepherds. They're, they're, they're both in triple digit weights. Yeah, they really are. They are big, gigantic they're, fucking dogs. But they're, they're also really tall. They're both the the giant ones in their litters, too. So yeah, they here. were. Yeah, the uh, our first one, Sadie, was the second biggest in her litter. And they've never, they're not hyper dogs. They came home and they're fucking lazy, which is awesome. The day we got Sadie, she, would, she was a puppy pup, like just winged just off winged. the tit when we got her. And uh, we took her out to the shooting range, so I wanted to see how she would do with with gunfire stuff. And she was sleeping underneath my folding chair as we were doing the whole time. Runs. There, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm like, this is definitely a cool dog. Yeah, that and uh, um, we used to live next door to my folks after my uh, brother passed away temporarily, and, um, not for long. Yeah. And uh, we we kind of had an open door policy with them during daylight hours. You know, if, if we're there, 
come on in. Well, Kat, I wasn't at the house. Cat was, hey, hey, what hey, is going on here? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't kill us at that thing. We're not cereal. <laughs> oh shit! Trying to see if I got outside. Oh man. Okay. So so back on track here. So yeah, the um, cat was in the in the bedroom. The kids were in the bedroom and my um dad walks in the front door unannounced and Sadie, our the only German Shepherd we had at the time, um, backs him all the way out to the street and the sidewalk to keep him away. And he's been in that house a gazillion times, but because me or Cat weren't there. I, I was. I was in the back room folding laundry and the dog didn't know that I knew that he was there. So, yeah, she was not. So, yeah, she's, she's a good doggy. She loves our kid. Uh, I'm outside now, so I can enjoy my 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 cancer stick. Shit, I only got two left. You know, I'm a respiratory therapist, right? Yep. So. Giving you work. Why are you complaining? Exactly. I was about to say that. I'm not going to gripe you out because what you're doing is job security for me. So, by all means, man, you invest in that ventilator. I I enjoy my cigar. Which, as soon as this is over, I'm going to sit outside and enjoy a cigar and watch the replay and and do my after show note taking. I, I, I was in the military. I've had a lot worse in my mouth. Oh, I bet you have, you dirty bitch. <laughs> what was you, don't get up, you don't get up to the rank of staff sergeant within four years by... Ah, shit. I'm really incriminating ah, myself right now. Oh, never mind, never mind. By sucking dick. The last part of his phrase was going to be by sucking dick. Hey, and it, and if you, it wasn't, it should have been. Why do you think JD put a ring on it so fast, man? I'm just saying. Dude, that that shit sucks, man. Uh, if there's anyone watching that single, let me let me warn you on this: don't get married because uh, that oral stuff is reserved for birthdays, anniversaries, and no, special no, occasions. No, no, not not oral. No, that's no. That's, that's <laughs> that, no statistical fact. Not in this house. No. My wife has we, my we wife has, has the the, uh, the libido of a fifteen year old. But we boy. have a term for it. When JD is having a really bad day, he needs a mouth hug. So he just says, "Babe, I need a hug," and I'm like, "A hug, hug, or a mouth hug?" Because I need a mouth hug. All right, I can do that. So we actually have a term for it in our house. When JD's had a bad day, he needs to be comforted. She's a sensual and, and so and she's an oral comfort animal is what you're saying. <laughs> what did you say, George? An oral comfort animal. Or oral comfort animal. Everybody sees love and perceives love in different ways. JD perceives love in the form of mouth hugs. Okay? That's the least I could do to show that I care. Yeah, you're lucky, man, JD. Okay, well, we covered sex. What's next? Religion and <laughs> politics. No, no, no. Sex, at, at some it, point. sex is going to come back. Trust me. It always does. Well, all right. Would you rather? Oh, you got to go first. <laughs> no. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, George. George. Would yeah. I? Would I rather? Would I? What rather? George, have you ever seen um, Twilight? I'm married, yes. Okay. <laughs> Good, answer. Good answer. And JD has two because he is 
uh, alas, married. Are you Team Edward or are you a Team Jacob? Team Jacob all the way. <laughs> that was far too fast of an wow, answer. Wow, that was good. Dude, oh, dude, are you seriously trying to think about this? Glittering, freaking metrosexual, freaking dudes versus freaking a pack of werewolves. Come on, man. Come on. Like, really? Oh, you, have to actually, like, you have to spend more than three seconds actually figuring out what side hey, you're on. Seeing, you need I'm to question your sexuality. He had a very pretty mouth, George. JD has right. to have it take a second, okay? Here's my thing. Does he glitter in the sun? Twilight is a story of a girl drawn between bestiality and Australia. JD told me once. That back in his day, vampires suck blood, not, not dick. dick. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm a huge vampire movie fan. I love vampire movies, and Twilight just really ruined it for me. I'm like, you oh. turn my favorite fictional character in a bunch of freaking glittering, freaking, you know, San Francisco, freaking, I can't say the rest on freaking camera. <laughs> I'm like team neither. Like, okay, Edwards sparkly and pretty and that's disgusting i want someone who could do my like fix my maybe Tim jacob but he's like the nice best friend thing and i'm like oh yeah he got he got friend zone so bad and i mean he was like but at the end he had the last joke he's like hey man i got your daughter like oh this is so twisted he's gonna plow the daughter You didn't see that episode? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, it could have been you. Could have been you, Bella. But sorry. But technically, that's what he saw in Bella the whole time was the glimmer of his daughter, like in her ovaries or whatever. Oh, that storyline just gets worse and worse <laughs> and worse. The more I hear about Thank it, you, I never finish them all. Three of y'all who stuck around for the <laughs> Twilight time. Oh, we got three God. viewers. Uh, let's see, Chris. Chris says, uh, "Team Bell." Oh, uh, or Bella, whatever the hell. Wait, name Chris, is. seriously, Team Bella? No, it's which one? Team Edward or Team Jacob? Like, you can't have Team Bella. I'm. T- uh, it makes no, it's not fun if you make it heterosexual. I'm not. I'm not a team player on this one. I, I respectfully abstain from voting. You're like that cripple guy was kind of hot. <laughs> 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 All right, so I guess it's my turn. I'll okay. take the dad. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hair. I'm kind of into. All right, would you rather have free fuel for the rest of your life, or free groceries for the rest of your life? Free groceries. Groceries. I have way too many fucking kids to pay for their food. Yeah. Your oldest, 13 year old, eats more than I did nine months pregnant. He's freaking insane. Well, think about it from this way free groceries, you get all the corn you want, you make ethanol, and you can run most vehicles on ethanol now. Uh, yeah, it was not where I was going to go with that. I thought you were talking about corn races, where who gets oh, to shit I- the corn out first? <laughs> That's only oh, oh, it's only our family who does that? Yeah. Uh, everybody who's commenting, comments. Do y'all do corn races in your family? If not, why not? It's just our family that does it because we're fucked up. Uh, Chris, of course, says fuel. Anybody else? I would go with fuel because here in about six months, it's going to be uh, no. way fucking higher. And oh, yeah, his Chris has all the race cars that are. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. That's sexy 56. 
And Chris, today is Titty Tuesday, so thank you for your support. <laughs> Even I like titties. I'm like, thank you. So most people say titty groceries. Tuesday. Yeah, Lindsay says groceries. Jack says groceries. See, thank you. Hey, I, was, I just made one up on, on, yeah. on the spot. So Frank said $300? I believe it, sister. It's expensive, especially if you want the healthy food. It's fucking expensive. Mark says uh, hungry motherfuckers will trade fuel for food. <laughs> yeah, they will. They'll do other things, too. Megan says food. Mouth hugs? They'll do mouth hugs for food? And gas? <laughs> groceries all around, people. Yeah, so, so yeah, groceries, groceries all the way. Groceries all around. So, um, a lot of smart people on this thread. <laughs> so, uh, Not one person. Owning a brewery. Oh. What is the... Uh, what's like the most fucked up situation you've been in with customers since you started the brewery uh friends friends are the worst freaking people at the brewery people that i personally know are the worst worst people at the brewery uh you know they're they're privileged they're entitled they start fights they start shit and you're you're in between customers and friends friends are the worst possible shit you can have at the brewery Uh, i've split up so many fights with close friends of mine uh with other people and i'm like you know, like worst part of owning a brewery is, uh, especially a tap room is, uh, the friends that you have, you know, especially because they're, they're, there supporting you. They're drinking it up. And then you have to deal with the, uh, the ramifications of about a half an hour later when they're freaking three sheets to the wind. Shit. I, I hope we're not in that, in that, because we are, we were three sheets. Oh when no, we were, there last we were time. dying laughing. I'm pretty sure I have like a uh, whiplash from riding in the back of your SUV. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even an SUV. I had a big suburban, but uh, it was in the shop. And so you guys were in uh, Outback and I was just surprised that we were able to fit eight people in the Outback. Oh my God. Lindsay and I were like crammed back there. I'm pretty sure like we inadvertently had sex. There was like, some <laughs> yeah, there was some, there was definitely some scissoring going on in the backseat. Yes, it was, it was a very, uh, you hit a bump in that. Hey, it's happening. <laughs> that was a fun night though. Uh, we went, she said, I have pictures of that. Lindsay said, I have pictures of that. <laughs> oh, I got to see those pictures. For the love of God. I got to see the pictures. Oh yeah. So, Let's see those. <laughs> So yeah, we uh we we went down to the brewery. What is it about a month, month and a half ago now? That, that we went and saw Bar Crow. Um, and yeah, being being friends with the owner, which I know was just a topic, actually had its advantages because I got to we got to go backstage, get the uh, uh, autographs and okay, from look, band and all that good stuff. Anybody and, who knows me know I I have one goal in life, and that is walk into a place and say. My money is no good here. Well, George gave me that right. He told his waitress, they're at the house tonight. And I was like, my money's, my money's no, no good, good here. here. <laughs> my money's no good my here. My money's no, no good here. <laughs> I loved it. It was awesome. Uh, we, gave we gave her a lot of money and tips. <laughs> okay, so, so conversely, what was the coolest situation you've been in with customers since you've started this business? Uh, we got, I forgot his name, but we got this big time gold medalist Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy that came out to the brewery and we didn't even know about it. Uh, we get a lot of, uh, VIP people that show up out of nowhere. Um, you know, high ranking military guys, politicians and stuff like that. So that's always kind of cool seeing these people of influence show up and, 
you know, being able to troll them for about 45 seconds before they realize you're an asshole and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's nice. (laughs) All right. So let's see. So you have had live events. We've, we saw one, one. you've had a few since then. I'm sure you had some before that we didn't know about. So who, so far, who was your favorite? Like personality, uh, you got to meet him. Who who was the best? What politician or act that we had out there? Act. Uh, honestly, Adam Barry. Uh, I mean, I, a lot of people don't know who he is yet. Uh, he's still up and coming. He's deployed right now. But uh, Adam Barry was by far the coolest dude that we've ever had out there for a ticketed event. Um, and just amazing class act guy. Uh, really, really badass dude, huh? Musician. Yeah, he's uh, Adam Berry, man. He used to be with County Line. He's actually deployed overseas right now to Afghanistan. Uh, and we're going to have him out there Veterans Day. We have him, some Marine Corps country artists, and a couple other veterans that are going to be playing out there Veterans Day. Oh, wow. Or in a Veterans, Day, Veterans Day weekend, my bad. That's awesome. Well, I guess we know what we're doing for off work. Yeah, if I'm not. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's three days of, three to four days of freaking a lot of stuff I'm at on. On Sunday, we're having the Green Zone Chili Cook-Off, which is Army versus Air Force versus Marines versus Navy versus Coast Guard. Um, it's a lot of very unhealthy shit talking and some very sketchy chili. Um, yeah, what about Space Force? No Space Force, man? What's that? No Space Force? No Space Force? You mean prejudice against Space Force? Oh, shit. Yeah, we had to add Space Force in there this yeah, year. Damn. We'll just get one of those charcoal grills and lay it over on its side and just say that they couldn't show up. throw some star wars underwear on the table and be like so be right back (laughs) (laughs) the lightsaber up there (laughs) or 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 go way back since he had star wars campaign going i was about to say get some like chewbacca feedy jammies and put them out there (laughs) yeah so, so you got the chili going, the chili contest going the first day. And then you said there's two more days. What's going on after no, that? No, no, that that's gonna be on Sunday. On Saturday we'll have live music. On Friday we'll have live music. And I think Veterans Day this year falls on a Thursday. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna do a parade or something like that. Uh, the first year before COVID, they actually had a parade and it came right in front of the brewery. So we paid for out of pocket like kitty rides um, for like teenagers and down. So we had a small carnival out there. We had live music and. Which is a huge show out there. Uh, we had probably, I want to say about three or four thousand people show up for it. It was badass. Yep. Do you know anything about Jensen Ankles? Ankles? Why does that ring a bell? I don't know. He's asking, are you anywhere around where Jensen Ackles or Ackles Brewery is? It's at the bottom. No, of the street, yeah. We pretty much cornered the market. Uh, there's a couple breweries down here, but none of them are. Uh, uh, nearly as production focused as we are. So we have the most product uh, that goes out. And again, we're in like 280 acres. So we pretty much, uh, the Rio Grande Valley is definitely uh, our home turf and we definitely have home build advantage down here. Both Lindsay and Jennifer put supernatural with the same freaking time. And then time. Jack says TV shows, supernatural. Um, if that's Austin area, um, then it's probably how, how far are you from Austin? Like six hours? Oh yeah, Shit. he's on the six other side. Six hours, but 
I avoid Austin like those uh, little red dots on um, that stupid video game that all the kids play, Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I avoid Austin. I have a, I had a buddy of mine drive through there and just on the highway on I thirty five, which runs straight through the middle of Austin. Even with the windows up, the uh, the homeless Yarn. camps there. You could smell the piss. Yep, the urine. Because smell. there's just this huge homeless camp underneath all the highways there. It's it's legal to actually just camp out anywhere. So the homeless people have just decided to set up camp, literally. Yeah, everywhere. on businesses, uh, sidewalks, and underneath all the overpasses and parks. And you know, the the human part of me wants to have some empathy for these folks, but then again, it's like, come on, you gotta have, you gotta be able to do something. To help yourself and not just piss all over. If you the place. can stand on a corner for eight hours, you can stand in McDonald's for eight hours. But we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, com- common sense politics is uh, you know what they say about common sense. There's nothing common about it. Uh, we're seeing that right now where I'm at. Uh, I work medical. So every time something someone says like, oh, well, you know what? This hospital should do this. And I'm like, and that makes way too much sense to belong in a hospital. Because I swear to God, it's like anything that makes sense, they don't have it. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, no, no. Anything nope. anything that's got more than probably 20 or 30 employees, regardless of the industry, has, if it makes sense, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That goes yeah. from, you can't, from a you small can't business be an administrator up to, to the military. In a hospital and make sense. We're at we're at 19 employees right now, so we're probably pretty close to getting to that stupid level. Uh, Marines already. I mean, it already doesn't like, make sense. One of the headaches I have is, uh, like, right now we're having a huge issue uh, with, uh, like, our city and stuff uh, where I'm at. Like, the city's been really supportive, but they're doing some stupid shit where they're allowing other alcohol vendors to come into the food park, which we created right in front of the brewery out of necessity to open up during COVID. Um and so now we have other alcohol vendors out there. I'm like, well, wait a second. I'm spending four to five thousand dollars a week on entertainment, and they're not putting in a freaking penny. It's my staff cleaning up all the trash. My staff setting something up. Why are these guys being allowed to be set up out here? And you know, I go and talk to some of the government officials. They're like, well, they applied for a license just like you. I'm like, okay. And if I but cut the line and if I close the whole, door, is that whole parking lot and everything your lease, or is that? Um, separate from you, it's separate from me. But we're the ones that developed it. Uh, we're the ones that came up with the concept and everything. So it's not our property; it's EDC's property. But uh, they're really short-sighted on some of this stuff. You know, they're they're laying these guys into a piece of them. And I had to explain to them, like, listen, if I cut out live entertainment, and because I got a, a wholesale side of my company, which we could survive off of, like I could shut everything down. And all these small businesses around us are going to freaking die. You know, the 11 food trucks that we have are going to die uh, because we can just shut down. And, you know, and, you know, I had to kind of explain it to them that like, hey, you know, you're screwing with my revenue and you're screwing with my employees. Like, you know, I want to get these guys on a retirement plan. I want to get these guys on a 401k and you're stop preventing me from doing that with the shit you're doing. Like I'm competing against Bud Light and Miller Light out there because they're bringing it into my food park. Oh, and it's, not just, not, it's not just hard liquors. There's actual beers and stuff there. Yeah, and hard liquor now, too. I saw the hard liquor there yeah, when I we were the there. I saw the hard liquor, but I didn't see the beer. I didn't see the other beers there. and I think That's absolutely that's horseshit. Shitty. Like, I, I can understand the hard liquor, because there are people that don't drink beer, and I get it. Yeah. 
And and so to some degree, I can see I can see the liquor, but having other beers out there in front of the brewery, that's a slap in the face, man. Agreed. I would be teabagging some politicians. And it's very uh, insulting, and uh, I'm highly agitated with it. Like right after I get off the phone with you guys, I want to be on the phone with freaking like 15 other people dealing with this shit right now because it's like I'm getting a thousand phone calls a day on this shit. Like like, hey, what's going on out there? Yeah, I I don't know what happened, but uh, something went crazy with your sound. With your mic, yeah, it's really yeah. It's almost like you're talking from across the room now. Hey, you remember those when you would make two tin cans with a string between the two of them, and you'd stretch oh, the yeah. string really tight. No, nope. yeah, Still that's exactly what you sound like right now. Um, why don't you get your bright green headset? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I wonder what happened. I have no idea. Hey, uh, Jack's young. Who's a guy that I've hold been on, in touch with. Fritz wants to know uh, if you would consider doing a barbecue cook-off there. Oh, we, we have in the past and uh, we will now. Uh, we will too. The problem is, is that now we have Tater and I food trucks out there and we have a barbecue cook-off. Uh, it kind of takes the business away from them. Uh, we are going to do the chili cook-off regardless uh, because it's an annual event. So we'll have the chili cook-off. The barbecue cook-off is a lot harder, especially down here. Barbecue is a religion. You have a chili a barbecue cook-off and you have enough prizes, you're going to have 30 or 40 teams try to sign up like in a matter of a heartbeat. Got it. All right, and then uh, Jack's Young, who's, who's somebody that I've recently started talking to uh, through the Vetpreneur Tribe as well. Um, he's got the... Uh, the uh, uh, American Chopper uh, uh, built for the Discovery Channel that he wants to bring down. So y'all need to uh, to make contact right here. Uh, that would be amazing. We're, we're doing all sorts of nonprofit events coming up. Um, we got South Texas Sheepdog Music Festival in September. Uh, we got the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. Uh, we got a beer just for them uh, that we made. Uh, it's a uh, was it's American Lager that they decided to call Moab, mother of all beers. I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty strong name for a, a lager, but okay. And, uh, <laughs> Wait, B O A B, Moab? Then it's not going to look like. No, Moab. Moab. Mother, mother, mother of, of all, all beers. beers. I thought you said brother of all beers. So I was about no. to say, it's going to look like boob. <laughs> Link up with me after this. I would love to have you down here at some of the events. I think that would be an awesome item. I'll, uh, I'll start a, a Facebook Messenger chat between the two of y'all um, later on. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Hey, we're helping people meet people. We should, we should, we're like fucking business Cupid and shit. Hey, maybe we got you that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even your birthday. You don't have to be lonely at veteranslonely.com. I need to talk to you about uh, sponsoring your podcast because I'm going to be up there now in the Corpus Christi market. And I know a lot of your uh, kind of sketchy friends are on right now. So I need to start getting plugs out there. I'm sorry. If you're going to be a sponsor, then you have to send us some free beer and shit. So. Well, the good news is we'll have free beer up there, so it won't be that much of an issue. All right. So, I'm I'm I am definitely for sale. Absolutely. Yeah. I have no problem yep. with that at all. Yep. And actually, selling out to someone who I already like their product makes it a hundred times easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Hey, will you do this if I pay you, even though you like it already? Yeah. Like a lot. Like a lot. What's the, what, what's the next question? What? So what's the next question? What's the next question? Oh, what's the next question? Oh, God, man. He's like, all right. He's, he's, giving us he's like the sergeant okay. of arms of the fucking podcast. All right, here. how about this? I'm going to ask you a really I'm going to ask you a mean question. Are you ready? Yeah. Who's your least favorite family member? Least favorite family member. Least favorite family member. Oh, my mom. Your mom? Yeah. Wow, that's a... That's very, very bold, George. Why is she your least favorite family member? Well, no, I mean, I love all my family. I, I love all of them, but my mom's a hippie. She went to Woodstock. Uh, she annoys the shit out of me. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're all amazing people, and I love them to death. But um, yeah, my mom's uh, the, the, the my least favorite. Good for you, George. Yeah, that's crazy. My, my parents were hippies, too. So. Yeah. I, 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 my, my mother is absolutely amazing. She's an awesome woman. Uh, very nurturing. Just an amazing, amazing, free-spirited hippie. Uh, and she married a long-haired, long-beard redneck out of freaking Maryland. And uh, we're the offspring. <laughs> wow, that does not add up. So my mom's like the hardcore liberal hippie, and my dad's like the hardcore freaking Republican. And uh, it seems like almost every single one of us turned out libertarian. That is that is exactly like my my dad to the day he died. Like he read Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity and and Colonel Oliver North books and and all that shit and yeah. just bought into every great well not every conspiracy theory, but he was very conspiracy minded, never minded. My mom's definitely more the free spirit hippie. Uh, uh, she makes the New Year's resolution every year not to dance naked in no, her, or not to no, shit in not her not own this. front yard. And every year she has to make the same resolution because she still keeps shitting in her own front yard. That's not how it is. It's, <laughs> it's not just your friend's yard. And she, she's like, all right, I'm doing it forever. But yeah, I, and I'm very, I, man, I really hate the, 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 the moniker libertarian now because it seems as though they were taken over by anarchists and nihilists um, as far as they like, went the, to the public. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, I, I call myself a constitutionalist. I, I think that's more of an accurate term. Like I'm way too hawkish to be an actual libertarian. And plus, uh, no, I mean, no offense to the actual libertarians on here, but they're just bad shit, fucking crazy. Uh, my my views are simple: stay out of my pocket, stay out of my bedroom, stay out of my wallet, freaking just stay stay out of my shit, you know. And I didn't start my gun face, and I don't have because it's on the list. Yeah, in, in high school, I was pretty, you know, progressive and shit. And then, you know, going into the military and really quick become a conservative. And then, you know, leave the military, become a business owner. And yeah, yeah, you know what? These guys are all stupid. I'm a libertarian. Fuck these guys. Fuck you. You know, pretty much uh, the political evolution of myself. Appreciate it, gentlemen. In spirit animal. Oh, you're welcome, Jax. So, so Jax calls you a spirit animal yes! now. That's awesome. Because I'm a filthy woman and his spirit animal is you a are filthy, filthy minded woman. You are a filthy with bitch. a terrible mouth. And that's why we've been together for 18 years. Because I'm a terrible, terrible spirit animal. 
Yeah, apparently, yeah, I'm Jax's spirit animal because I'm a filthy woman, I guess. I get I have a very, very filthy mouth and I'm very horny all the time. So I bring sex constantly. <laughs> and apparently that is Jack's spirit animal. Oh, you still have to wear masks in the store down there. <gasps> no. So you are the first guest we've ever had. Actually get in the vehicle and go to the store <laughs> while on the air. This is Let's say hi to the people behind yeah, the counter. Yeah, yeah. Turn, turn, turn the camera around. Hey, Hello. hi. How you doing? Hi. I'm JD and this cat, and you're on the uh, South Paulus Tales of the Bar Stool. What's going on? You having a good night? I'm having a good night. So I'm actually out of stripes, but unfortunately, the stripes are kind of cheap, and they don't have Laredo tacos. Oh, oh, abomination. We've already established that Laredo tacos are the best. They are the best. I don't care what anyone says. Do we, did we have any disagreements with that on the thread? Not one person said anything. Okay, we've got nine people watching right now. If you disagree, if you do not like Laredo taco from the gas station... That, that number is in, incorrect. That's only on. from one place. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Okay, anybody who's watching, if you don't like Laredo taco, let us know. Because I would actually agree. The, uh, not that they're the best, because we've got a restaurant around the corner from our house that's amazing, but... If you don't like Laredo tacos, put it on there. They're pretty damn good, I gotta say. Well, a lot of people outside of Texas, real, I, I'm, there's a lot of people that don't know oh, yeah. what a breakfast taco That's is. That's a very valid point. That's kind of a, a regional thing for us. It's something we take for granted. Probably. And know what you get from Whataburger or Jack in the Box is not a fucking breakfast taco. <laughs> uh, you, you can't, I, I hate that stuff. Or when you go to New Mexico or, or West Texas, they're like, you want a burrito? It's like, it's not a burrito, it's a breakfast taco. Well, here, sir, we call it a burrito. It's like, no, no wonder your state sucks. Like, it's not a burrito, it's a breakfast taco. Yeah, the, the wind blows in Texas because New Mexico and Oklahoma suck. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, Mark, really Mark agrees, Chris agrees. So we've got two votes. Ah, oh, Lindsay said, meh, they're all right. She prefers the ones at the taqueria. Yeah, you know what? We've got a really awesome, like, it's not taqueria, but it, yeah, like like a taqueria around the corner and it's real good. Oh, well, my says I've had much better. I don't know. Good... Mark says that he's had much better. No, no, they've, got, they've got really good carne quesada, though. I mean, it's like... Why do you guys say it like that? Carne quesada. Uh, okay, I'll say it white for you, racist. <laughs> Carne gasada. Carne gasada. Carne gasada. Carne. Carnival stuff. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of Jennifer, somebody, uh, you don't have good tacos in Kansas. Oh, sweet we'll baby, I'll some. save you some. <laughs> I, I I'm supposed to bring up something about Kansas carnival peanuts. Tacos in Kansas. Hey George, somebody asked me to bring up something about carnival peanuts. Can you enlighten me to what that's about? Motherfuckers. Oh, tell I, I honestly have no clue what this is. Tell it was me, just something me, I was told me. to bring up, so I will be as surprised as you. Okay, uh, it's apparently someone I know in the military. Um, these assholes freaking... Um, I forgot what happened. I was laying in bed and they just poured an entire bag of circus peanuts all over me. I hate circus peanuts, but like, and then, uh, someone freaking sounded like a face base alarm. So I shoot up out of bed, freaking haul ass out. Like, you know, I'm in freaking my PT shorts and that's it. And, uh, freaking, I have carnival peanuts all over my body. 
Is it like the, the orange candy carnival peanuts or actual carnival peanuts? Like so Yeah, no, the, the actual um orange carnival peanuts. And dude, it's uh Oh, yeah, I, I, I had so many fucked up uh, nicknames in the military because of this shit, because of the circus peanuts. So they were like, hey, circus boy. Uh, I had a nickname Mongo because it's just how big I was. <laughs> uh, Mongo only pawn. And it, yeah, and like, yeah, and then they all try to. It was funny because, like, yeah, big dummy. I'm like, I'm probably the smartest fucking dude here, and that's including your dumbass fucking sir, fucking bottom of the class, <laughs> fucking West Point that I lost on land app course. Like, and they're fucking having the nerve to fucking call me stupid. Like, motherfuckers, pull out your fucking ASVAP and let's fucking measure up on GT score right fucking now if you're going to talk shit. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Hey, give, that, give me a favor uh, and tell me how you feel and quit trying to hide your feelings. <laughs> Let it what out. was the other one? Let uh, it out. They called me, they called me Smokey. For the longest period of time and it wasn't because of you know i smoke cigarettes either it's because in, in the middle of fucking firefight uh i had uh i was a dumbass i had fucking a centenary and a smoke grenade on my hip and i got freaking pegged and somehow i'm not sure how but the the pin came out and so next thing you know i had the smoke grenade just going off on my hip so i'm freaking out because i'm like yeah. okay i got frags over here and i got a centenary grenade over here i'm gonna take this shit off now and it's hooked up to my fucking body armor. So I'm throwing my shit off and we're still getting shot at. And so here's this yellow smoke bowling, uh, bellowing up. And you hear over the radio crack, you hear the MP unit. And the M MP unit, they're all like combat virgins. They've never experienced firefights and shit. But you hear them over the radio yell out, Is the yellow smoke the target? And I'm like, dude, at no! that time, yeah, I just started freaking like, No! 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't care what branch you're in. I was Air Force, but Jesus Christ, MPs are the worst of every fucking branch. You are an SP. How is that different? We, SPs are above MPs. Like they are low. Like fuck those guys. Wait, you're you're, 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 you're Air Force security force. Any yeah, we had to run them fuckers off their post many a time. Veteran fucking MP, dude. Look, we were better than that. Big country. You're an MP. I was an SP. Anybody else? Mark. Mark, did you have did you have a nickname? Come on. We gotta hear them. Anybody else? Any veterans out there? Tell us your tell us your nicknames in the military. I only had a nickname in basic and, and I didn't have one outside. I was just I don't try had a mind you know, my back. I wasn't in the I wasn't in the military, but I've had plenty of nicknames. You were subway. No. Stop. What? Wow. Okay. I, I, I heard about your liberal tendencies. Hey. Let's <laughs> be. Let's, let's calm down there. That was. I was. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm moderate. Thank you. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, there was two of us. That we were. We were nicknamed Heckle and Jekyll in basic because that we was could my not brother. Stop laughing. That was my brother. Smiley. Uh, I thought he was Heckle and you were Jekyll. No. Uh, yeah. Me and this other guy were Heckle and Jekyll. We were also the. Uh, and basically, everybody has like around the barracks. You know, like you have the clean that's in charge of like the the latrine crew. You have the dorm chief. You have all these all these different people. And me and this other dude were in charge of the supply closet. I can't remember what they what they called that job. But yeah, we were heckling Jeff because every time we got yelled at, couldn't help but just laugh. Dude, I, I got my ass beat in basic training like that. 
by my drill sergeants twice. Like, like physically laid their hands on me. Like, you know, you're going to get your ass kicked. What like, did you do? It was bad. What did uh, you do to deserve it? Uh, I did deserve it. Uh, it was the day before graduation. We just had family day. And again, you know, when I joined the military, I was already out on my own. I was, you know, already in college and, you know, it was already de-winged from my parents. And, you know, my parents cut me off. Like, no credit card for you. Like, you know, so I'm... Oh, money, you know, money already, wings, not breast-winged. Got it. Got it. Yeah, so I'm already, uh, you know, already kind of winged off. And so I already had a sense of independence. And so in basic, uh, we had our family day. So everyone's emotional. I just saw my mom and dad or my mom and my wife. And I haven't seen them in, you know, three months or whatnot. Uh and so, um, what the fuck happened? We're back in the barracks, and of course, the drill sergeant's fucking with us, saying that if the barracks isn't GI'd by morning, I'm going to recycle all you back to week zero. And everyone believes him except me. I'm like, no, he's not. Like, they fucking spent like a hundred grand on each one of us going through this sure. fucking basic training shit. They're not fucking recycling us. Like, there it makes. You know, my dad was a businessman. I already understood business. I was like, yeah, he's full of shit. They're just not going to recycle us. So what did I do? I was fucking tired. I went over to the fucking toilet and I took a fucking nap on the toilet. And uh, I hear giggling and I see these fucking, these fuckers run by the door. And next thing you know, there's a fucking bucket of water coming over top and it soaks me. So I get up. I'm like, motherfuckers. And I walk out there and I walk into the bay. And again, I'm a big guy. I'm looking around like, where the fuck is he? Because I knew who it was. It was this fucking nerdy little guy with these be, uh, birth, birth control go- uh, goggles, the big-ass basic training fucking glasses. Oh, and, uh, so I'm like, where the fuck is he? And so everyone points. Uh, they all point to the laundry room. So I walk in there, and sure shit, here's this guy and like fucking four of his nerd friends. And, uh, you know, so I just grab him, and I tap him very gently on the face about three times with my fist. And, uh, you know, that's it. Just you know, showing my dominance and uh, walked Ow. out. Yeah, so I walked out, and then uh, the two twins, they come running out. Oh, you fucked them up. Like, no, I didn't. I barely fucking hit them. And no shit, 10 o'clock at night, the day before graduation, guess who decides to show the fuck up? Drill Sergeant Jackson. Fuck. And the entire time, you know, everyone screams at ease, Drill Sergeant on the floor. I'm like, God damn it. Stay in the fucking laundry room. Stay in the laundry room. Don't fucking come out. No, he comes running out, holding his mouth, fucking missing a fucking tooth with goddamn fucking blood everywhere. Drill Sergeant looks at him, fucking like, you'll survive. Go fucking put fucking, go fucking stop the bleeding and get to bed. All you motherfuckers, who the fuck did it? And so no one's saying shit because I'm looking like, don't you fucking say shit. Don't you fucking say shit. Don't rat me out. <laughs> Who the fuck did it? I need to know right fucking now. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, okay, I did drill sergeant 252. Like, get the fuck in the shower room. I'm like, God damn it. So I go to the shower room and shower room's dark. And I'm like, okay, this looks like a fucking rape scene. This is not going to go well. And here, and uh, drill, so you hear the drill sergeant scream out in the bay, like, okay, all you fuckers, you're going to graduate. Get the fucking bed. I got to deal with this dumbass. Like, oh, shit, he's talking about me. Like, this ain't going to go well. <laughs> uh, uh, me and Drill Sergeant Jackson already didn't get along very much. Uh, like, um, yeah, for, we didn't get along at all. He didn't like me. Uh, I, I don't know why. But I, I was kind of a loudmouth. Like, everyone, 
Really? You know how they have say. training from like, oh, did you hear about Drill Sergeant Jackson? He killed three Somalians with an E-tool in Mogadishu with the 75th. And I'm the, again, I'm the asshole with common sense. I'm like, well, why would he use a fucking E-tool? That doesn't make sense. Why would he just use his gun or a fucking knife? Like, why would the <laughs> fuck would you on that guy? So, needless to say, Drill Sergeant Jackson didn't like me. So he walks in, takes off his brown Mount Me hat, and you see him just look to his left and glare at me. And he does a left fucking face and proceeds to double stime and like no shit Goldberg spears my ass into the fucking ground. And he proceeds to choke me out in like fucking eight different positions and literally fucking punch me in the face and uh, tell me what a piece of shit I, I was like, why did I have to do this the day before graduation? Um, and again, it's, it's cold out. It's like, you know, I think it's like December time in the middle of fucking, um, in the middle of uh, December of 01, in the middle of freaking uh, Georgia, and we had a big cold front come through. So it's like 40 degrees out. Again, I'm a South Texas boy. I'm a Bush boy from the Valley. He's like, get the fuck outside right now at parade rest. So I run outside in front of the company com uh, command post, and I get at parade rest, and it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I stand there at parade rest till about 6 a.m. in the morning. Drill Sergeant Jackson comes back by, oh, you're still here? Go shower up and get dressed. You're graduating. Yeah, uh, oh. that was my, me getting the shit beat out of me in basic training. I had a big old fat nose. Fucking, he didn't. Yeah, it was bad. He he fucking beat the fuck out of me. I deserved it though. No, you didn't deserve it. Yeah, you did. Nah. Yeah. No, I did. I I fucked that kid up. So Chris comments his that his grandmother kissed one of his drill instructors. He was on the quarter deck all night getting killed. Longest night in boot camp. Dude, I hate do I hate doing boot camp stories, but one of the coolest one of the coolest uh, things that we ever did is that we had this drill sergeant and he must have got in trouble because he was uh, ex special forces. So more than likely he got a DUI or you know, he shot something or you know, did something stupid and come down on the trail so he's there he's like hey you guys want to go to a tool concert i'm like everyone's like tool concert like, yeah uso doing us a tool concert like okay fuck yeah let's do this so we all get dressed and i knew something was up because like man why does he have us in our fucking pts why are we going to the uso show in pts this doesn't make sense and they haven't been nice to us the entire time because you know we we all know that war is coming that you know it's gearing up and shit so, you know, 9-11 just happened. So everyone's pretty serious. So he brings us all into the bay together. And he has a big-ass speaker system. And no shit, he starts to see player and starts playing the Tool album. And he smokes us during the entire fucking Tool album. And that's the 30, 45-minute one. The fucking 3-hour, oh. 45-fucking-second Tool album. You know which one I'm talking about? Where yeah. They have like yes. Oh, yeah. That's Anima. Released in 1997. Yeah, I know that one very well. Oh man! Yeah, that's just fuck that. Yeah. I was in the military, but my dad like punished the shit out of me. So not that I didn't deserve it. She was but, she was punished like South Texas style, like bailing hay, bailing up cattle, things like that. Stretching barbed wire, you know, like South Southern people. Oh, we lost them. Oh, George. Oh, no. no. We'll give him a second. He'll probably be right back. He was having some weird. Uh... Yeah, he was. So, yeah. Uh, oh, there he is. He's yeah, back. Yeah, he's, he's back. back. Holy crap. Sorry about that. 
What the hell, man? Can't take you. This is unprofessional. What the fuck? (laughs) My my wife tried calling me and it freaking shut off my audio. Oh, yeah. It was only supposed to be for an hour or an hour and a half deep. Yeah. Hey, she's the one that gives you mouth hugs. If you need to call her back, you call her back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. But we do need to start wrapping this up. It's been an hour and a half, man. We definitely. Definitely appreciate yeah, your you hair. Being your on. hair is angry, and uh, we should let it have some time. Yeah, you've got some gigantic. You really gigantic do, man. Hair. Okay, I get it. it's coronavirus, but the barber shops are open. I'm trying to pay tribute to my ancestry by growing out my hair. You're related to Kramer. <laughs> nice, oh. nice Seinfeld throwback there. So. <laughs> George, we definitely appreciate you being part of it. Uh, we'll be in touch, man, just because we just hang out outside of podcasts and business and, and everything else. So, Agreed. Um, if you come up this way when y'all are launching the beer in this area, definitely give me a call. We'll hang out for sure. And uh, Yeah, just bring a cake down and we'll have a party. <laughs> shit, yeah, we will. We'll make it happen. Yeah, I'll be reaching out to you. We'll be up there in three weeks. I think we're going to do a launch party somewhere up there. So Perfect. I'd love to have uh, you and all your... Uh, sketchy friends show up. That would be fun. Oh, we can do that. Oh, we, we, we've got our <laughs> load of sketch. So, uh, thank you everybody who tuned in and everybody that uh, engaged and commented. Um, thank you again to Warhorse Legacy for being a sponsor and uh, making this shit show train wreck happen. Uh, George, thank you as well. Uh, George, hang on the line just a second. We're going to close this out and we'll talk after this. All right. All right thanks everybody. Y'all have a great night. Good night, everybody.